Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Catholic Women Now. Good morning. This is Chris McGruder. And this is Julie Nelson. Uh, we're excited today because we have a guest coming back on the show. We've had her on before, Alana Newman. And maybe if you listeners remember her, she has actually um, started a website called anonymous.org. She is a donor child, meaning that her conception was through our, um, sperm donation. Sperm donation. Mm-hmm. So she has been very boldly speaking out about the ramifications of that and the, the emotional fallout from being a donor child and not knowing your bio dad. So, but she is here today to talk about something that has sprung forth from all this information, this journey she's been on, that she and her husband have produced a documentary with the backdrop of Humana Vitae called Sexual Revolution. Yeah, she's really taken lemons and made lemonade. She has. She's she's bringing positive hope out of her situation Mm -hmm. for others. So we're excited to talk to her this morning and and, uh, introduce this new uh, documentary to all of you. Yes, yes. But let's start in prayer, Jill. You start us out. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit to thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Name the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Listeners, you have until noon if you want to sign up for Trivia Night still tonight at St. Pice. I don't know how many tables are left actually at this point, we, but I know we're getting close. We have room. We, we have, do. We, I think one or two left that okay. can be filled. Okay, so. Julie and I are going to have our table with our hubbies, and we've got some ringers sitting at our table. We're, we're taking it home. We we're taking it home. I'm Catholic women now are taking I'm it home. I'm not going to claim it for myself because I rarely... <laughs> do well in trivia but the people i'm bringing my husband one he'll be the sports guy bradford's i don't know if you know bradford's jeff and janet they're going to be uh, a couple that we're bringing in boy they they have a great expansive knowledge on all, all areas. right oh, there we there we go there <laughs> we go it'll be we got, fun we got lynn nelson who's gonna be our health <laughs> person oh, it's gonna be great it'll be good i've never done a trivia contest so i'm excited i've always wanted to do one <laughs> And listeners, fun. have you ever listened to the show or any show and you think, oh, I want to say something, I want to, I have a comment, I have a question? Hey, you can text us today at 515-223-1150, your comments or your questions. We will be sure to get them to Alana before the end of the show. And if not, we will still respond. We can still respond afterwards. Yes. However, And I want to let you know it's anonymous. We do not know who is texting. It's just Unless you give us your name, which some people like to do. It's in, yes, you can do that if you'd mm-hmm. like. But just to be assured that we do not see, it's just a phone number. We again, don't see the name. Yeah. Again, so. it's 515-223-1150. That's, you know, our call number is 1150. That part's easy. 223-1150. So today, am I, oh, oh, you know what? Thank you, Julie. She's reminding me we need to thank our friend Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services. Cindy and her team are representatives for Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield, and they do a great job of making insurance simple for us. So Cindy's actually very committed to helping us prepare for our futures and helping us protect what matters most. You can find Cindy on the web at cindyschulte.com or by calling 515 515- 
226-2111. Yes, thank you, Cindy. Yeah, before we bring Alana in, let's talk a little bit about, you know, last time we had her on, we talked to her about anonymousus.org. And we had her back in January 2015, had her on a couple of times. But we wanted to kind of let our listeners know a little bit about her background. When we first met her, we found um, there was an article written called Shut Up and Be Grateful for Your Life. And the article was detailed about um, Marshall Duke, who was a professor, psychologist, actually, at Emory University. He came up with this questionnaire, and it was um, called Do You Know?, which contained 20 questions about a child's family. And, and uh, their, their children were asked things like, where'd your mom and dad go to high school? Where'd your parents grow up? Which person um, do you think you look most like in your family? And what professor psychologist Duke found um, was kind of surprising. He found that the single best predictor of emotional health and happiness in children was that the more children knew about their family's history, the stronger sense of control they had in their lives, the higher self-esteem, and the more successfully they themselves believed that their families functioned. And we just thought that was really interesting because then here comes Alana, you know, and, and she's she's had all these experiences growing up as a sperm donor child of how not knowing those things was very difficult for her. Yes, and she did did, did go through quite a bit of emotional pain and, and wandering mm-hmm. in, in, in this whole situation. And But she felt called to be uh, go public with it, which I think is very brave of her. Mm-hmm. And she started a website called anonymousus.org, and it's a safety zone for those who are, have gone through the same thing, donor children, to to um, share their stories anonymously because many of them, you know, their, their parents gave them a good life. They provided for and so they don't understand the pain that they're going through, mm. but they needed a place to talk about it. So she on the site, the um, people, even parents sometimes have mm-hmm. I've noticed some of the entries are from parents as well have have talked shared their testimonies, and it's a place where they can do it anonymously so mm-hmm. they can feel safe. But the entries are really enlightening. I mean, the pain and the sadness felt by by these adult children is very evident, very mm-hmm. evident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the last time we spoke with Alana, we learned that in contrast to like a, an adopted child, donor children struggle um, with not always feeling safe in their um, homes because a lot of times there's higher rates of child abuse, which was surprising to me, higher rates of divorce for donor child parents. The donor children a lot of times struggle with promiscuity, self-esteem issues, especially abandonment issues, I remember her saying, Mm -hmm. which isn't surprising. So you find out there are a lot of runaways and they just feel a a lack of control in their life. So it's um, a, a difficult difficulty that, you know, a lot of these donor children have experienced. What is really interesting is that children have a sense of this. They, children of third-party reproduction understand their natural rights have been violated, but unfortunately society has been slow to acknowledging this perspective, mm-hmm. which, you know, you and I were rarely enlightened on this. Right, right. So Alana told us last time that you would never, we would never promote teenage pregnancy because it's not the best situation. Right, right. So in which to raise a child, neither should we in creating a donor child. Right. Right. In this situation. Yeah. And you know, the Catholic Church definitely supports her experience and, mm-hmm. and a lot of these anonymous uh, 
people who speak on Anonymous Us, uh, the catechism itself in number 2376, I'm not going to read it, but basically um, its stand is against the violation of the rights of the children to love and be loved by the parents who created That's them. That's right. You know. That's God's plan. Yeah, That's how exactly. God created us to be, and we can't mess with that plan. Yeah. The, the church knows and believes that it is a fundamental human desire that's just a part of our happiness and our well-being. Right. I, you know, isn't the church insightful? Well, wow. it is. And we yeah. got, I would always let make clear that the church is upholding the teachings of Jesus. Right. The church does not make this up. There's not men making this. This is what this in Scripture. Exactly. You know, it's all based in Scripture exactly. and, and um, faith and reason. Mm-hmm. Faith and reason. Yeah. So today... We- we really need to listen to those, you know, those people who who have had that experience. We need to right, give them more. Right, and more Alana's very brave. I, yeah. I commend her courage yes. for yeah. speaking up. Yeah. So we're excited to have Alana back today to talk about what has happened since all this. We had her on back, back what, two years ago yeah, was the last time. she enlightened time. us in all that. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But to give you a little brief introduction, Alana is a wife and she's a mother of three children. And now she's moved to this new stage beyond this concern where she is making lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> Alana, As we say. Yes. Alana, welcome to Catholic Women Now again. Oh, thank you so much, Jill and Chris. It's so nice to be back. Well, it's great to have you back. Last time we talked to you, you were pregnant, and now that child is how old now? She just turned two. Yay! Wow. Well, happy birthday. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And you, you and your husband have put together a documentary called Sexual Revolution, 50 Years Since Humana Vitae, which has really come out of all of this um, experience of yours through your life. That's right. Um, yeah, Sexual Revolution. It's, we, it started off as a, um, actually like a journey to find my biological father. Like my, my husband, he started videotaping me and doing kind of these interviews, home home movie style interviews with me and we thought that we were going to eventually find my biological father but over the course of seven years the um that became less important and what became to really um be pressing to me was instead of just focusing on the sadness of not having you know my particular biological father i was really curious about um how to conquer infertility like I wanted a solution to find to offer people and I started to think about you know what are the causes of infertility and and eventually I just became convinced that the pill like hormonal contraception is causing so much infertility both clinically like it's toxic to the body and it's like completely toxic to relationships like men and women are not marrying and they're not uh, they can't trust each other it's thwarting like a healthy human ecology, which is causing a lot of these people to use third-party reproduction in, in, in the first place. And I thought, instead of just telling people, no, 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 you can't use third-party reproduction, it's wrong, I just wanted to um, get closer to like the root cause. I love that. Going to the suffering. root, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, you, there's a lot of pain with infertility. A lot of oh, pain. Yeah. So when people hear that, no, these new technologies can't be used, you know, it, it is painful. Absolutely. Mm. Well, tell right. us, what are some of the things that you have learned about the ill effects of the hormonal birth control? Well, I break it up into um, toxicity to the body and toxicity to relationships. And the toxicity to the body is, um, for one, it's a synthetic estrogen, which uh, has all sorts of problems with it, but it actually impacts the future reproductive health of babies in the womb. Um, so it's like the contraceptive that keeps on contracepting because it doesn't just make you infertile for that one period of time that you're taking the pill. It also makes other people in the community possibly infertile. It ages the cervix, 
So a woman who takes the pill, um, basically for every year you're on the pill, or hormonal contraceptives in general, your your cervix ages an additional year. So a woman who starts taking the pill at 20, and by the age 30 she tries to get off of it, she won't have the cervix of a 30-year-old, she'll have the cervix of a 40-year-old. Wow. And wow. your cervix... Your cervix oh. needs to function well in order to produce the type of mucus that makes um, conception like happen. If mm-hmm. you're, you're not producing something for the sperm to live in and nour- be nourished by, you're not going to get pregnant. Mm. So people don't know this. I, that's um, something new I just learned by talking with you, Alana. I did not know that about yeah. the cervix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aging, so. You know, I, I know there are a lot of long-term effects of the pill as mm-hmm. well that we just don't know about in, in different uh blood clot issues and it's a lot of a lot of girls getting on it who think they're just taking it for their skin or for whatever um maybe not even for sexual reasons are are doing a lot of damage early to their bodies when their bodies aren't fully you know grown so absolutely and it's also uh increases your likelihood of getting different types of cancers like estrogen is a big deal it's not something you just dump into these healthy women's bodies and mm-hmm. walk away. You know? kind of cracks me up because, there, you know, there are so many of us taking the, uh, we're eating chickens that are organic that don't have the hormones in them. We're eating cage-free organic eggs to avoid those kinds of things. And yet we're willing to dump that kind of thing into our bodies sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was, I was looking at some statistics recently and just the jump on the graft of uterine cancer since the introduction of the pill is very dramatic. Mm. It's just like mm-hmm. a big, huge jump on the graft. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, well this, this documentary is set to the background of Humana Vitae that, that you and your husband have created. And again, I'm going to tell our listeners, it's called Sexual Revolution, 50 Years Since Humana Vitae. And um, so your be- your documentary has that as its background. Um, tell us a little bit about what are the four prophecies that you bring out in the documentary. We know that um, the Pope at the time, Pope Paul VI, talked about these four prophecies, and you bring those out in your documentary. Yes, yes. The The first prophecy he made was there would be um, this massive moral decline and, and an increase in divorce. And obviously that's happened. So yeah. we have in the documentary, we have uh, Dr. Brad Wilcox, um, there's some amazing data and statistics on that. We have Professor Robert George at Princeton come and talk about the um, decline. And Dr. Janet Smith, she she comes and she talks about the incredible just absurdity of the divorce rates right after the pill and how he was absolutely right on, on that prophecy. And then the second one was um, there would be men would stop respecting women. Men would stop respecting women. Um, and we have... Mark Rignaris, who just came out with a book called Cheap Sex, and, and he's just like the world's expert on this right now, talking about how when we cheapen sex, um, men no longer, like the, a woman's power, like every time he, he uh, approaches her for intimacy, he no longer has this um, recognition of her power. You know, when, when, when a woman, like you can create new life, with your body and in that act. And every time a man approaches you, he needs to be aware of that, right? Mm-hmm. So and now we have the Me Too campaign. So Pope Paul VI was absolutely right about that. And the, the third prophecy was um, governments would use not only contraception, but sterilization, forced abortion, you know, these... And that's happening, that's happening around the world. That's already happening. 
around the world. It's mm-hmm. not just China. It's mm-hmm. not just, we're doing it in America too. Mm-hmm. Um, the targeted efforts to, it's not just to get rid of like the general population, but like, you know, targeted efforts to get rid of basically poor people or the wrong type of person or whoever the, the elites of that country deem unfit to reproduce. So we have mm-hmm. Dr. Stephen Moser come in um, and he's a, he's at the Population Research Institute. He's again, one of America's biggest experts on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Mother Teresa, she, uh, we have some old found footage um, of her speaking about this because she dealt with it in India. We have one of her um, sisters uh, from New Zealand, Sister Hannah. She talks about the work that um, uh, the Missionaries of Charity did and, and Mother Teresa did on, on their efforts to combat government sterilization in India. I thought that was really interesting. That's in the trailer. You can go to the trailer to the website sexualrevolutionmovie.com and watch the trailer and that clip is on there with the Missionaries of Charity sister. Mm-hmm. And I I looked at that like, "Oh, whoa, I didn't even think about nuns." Oh, Teresa. Yeah. yeah. So that's really mm-hmm. interesting in 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 the work that they and were by using the way, it in India with Mother the government. Teresa spoke great English too. Yeah. I was so impressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, continue on. She please. did amazing work. Um, and then the, the fourth, the fourth prediction uh, is a little more abstract, but it's definitely coming true. And, and that's the idea that people, people think that we have total dominion over our bodies. We can do whatever we want mm. to our bodies. Oh boy, do you see that right now? Mm. So we've got euthanasia. We've got transgenderism. We've got reproductive technologies. Mm. You know, surrogates rinsing out their wombs and different things. And even just like. People tattooing themselves and stuff like, you know, we just have this idea that we can do whatever we want to our bodies. Or with our oh, bodies. Yes. Well, the hookup culture is crazy that way. Even, and we talk mm-hmm. about men not respecting us. I feel like women have, we've gone, we do the same thing now. We do the same thing. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So we have Father Tad um, Poholczyk from the oh. National Catholic Bioethics Center. He, he's got a PhD and he's a neuroscientist and he's, he writes these amazing articles at the, um, at the, Catholic Biotech Center, and he talks about all that and the total dominion aspect of it, and he's just brilliant. He's one of my favorite priests of all time. But so we've we've got the, the gamut of all the prophecies, and we try to back it up with as much evidence. You as have it. some. And I think in ninety minutes we did the best job we could. Yeah, you have some no great kidding. Catholic speakers. Well, the uh, one thing I want to get into because we're kind of running up against the clock here a little bit is um, the the documentary is set in a timeline fashion, and I think it's very interesting to go back to how the pill all came and Margaret Sanger's whole philosophy because I. I don't think a lot of people understand the origins, and it's kind of like what you said—you go back to the root of the thing, of the mm-hmm. of the beginning. So, continue, continue. Can you share a little bit about Margaret Sanger's philosophy and how the pill came to be, and then Dr. Billings as well, and how he played into this? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, the pill is the brainchild of Margaret Sanger. She wanted it. She paid for it. She's the founder of Planned Parenthood. Um, so, Margaret Sanger found a man named Dr. Pincus, who was the the mad scientist who created the pill and he also created IVF and um, she went out and she found money and she made it happen she said I want it to be a pill uh, I want women to be able to take it with in secrecy behind the husband's back and her whole she was a eugenicist her whole plan her whole mission in this was to make um, sure the unfit could not reproduce 
So whoever she deemed unworthy of life, she was targeting them so that they would not have babies. They well, would not have I think it's so, it's right in line with that. Dr. Pincus went into a mental institution and, and did all of his testing on these women who, who are already unhealthy. Right. I, right. So the way that they developed the pill is they took, they said they wanted a cage full of ovulating females because the, the healthy women, the sane women who were volunteering to participate in the study, they were dropping out. The side effects were too severe. They didn't want to take that pill anymore because mm-hmm. it like, was no fun for them. They had nausea. They had vomiting. It was all problems. So they, they, the only way that they could get enough um, test subjects was to actually go to not only the, the insane asylum, but a prison. They went to a prison in Puerto Rico, too. But the, mm. w- the women in the prison refused to take it because it was so severe. What does so that tell was, you? Oh, no kidding. <laughs> really right no there. No kidding. This is a serious drug. And the early experiments, they, the, there were deaths reported. Um, they had to get the dosages. Like The, the dosages now of the pill are so low. Um, and that's why we have so many abortions and breakthrough ovulations. Because the, the original doses that really, like, 100% stopped um, ovulation, that was killing women. There were too many deaths reported in those cases. They had to lower the, the dosage of the progesterone, but the low doses of the progesterone have breakthrough ovulation, which means when they're having these unplanned pregnancies, that's why the abortion industry is so huge. Um, but contrast that with Dr. John and Evelyn Billings and Dr. James Brown, who developed NFP, they got their method by just listening to women. They, they found some... Um, old medical textbooks that that alluded to the kind of this tribal wisdom almost of women who when they had this discharge, this slippery discharge, they, they were more likely to conceive a baby and when they were dry they um, could engage in intercourse and not conceive a baby and they're like, hmm, maybe there's something kind of about this. So they started interviewing women, asking, you know, data collecting their um, their notes on you know, the, the bodily signs, these uh, secretions, these mucus secretions, and, and also taking temperature. And, and then they had Dr. James Brown, who was the world's leading hormone um, expert. He did 800,000 hormonal assays to um, prove that ovulation was in line with these uh, this discharge, you know, the, the, the discharge, which is, the sperm has to, cannot survive without. Right, right. How the sperm gets which is kind of revolutionary too at that time to come up with this kind of research. People didn't understand oh, this huge. fully. It was huge, and their science was rigorous. And they didn't—they raped no woman doing it. There was no lunatic asylums or prison experiments. They just had normal conversations with women and asked them to disclose this wisdom that they already knew. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. talk about like pro-woman. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's so pro-woman. You know, and, and it's so much healthier because right. you're working with the way the body works with natural family yep. planning. The way God created us. Yeah, and it's not the rhythm method because they, they some wasn't that the case? They were like, we, we don't want to do the rhythm method. That's not right. quite so working. Dr. John Billings was uh, approached by his priest, the were Catholic, and their cause for canonization is coming up. These are really saintly people. For both Dr. Billings and his wife? Both? And his wife, Dr. Oh, Christina, gosh, that's great. And, and Evelyn. They would and be a great so, one to pray to for infertility then. Yes. Yeah. For intercession. I think so. Yeah. I absolutely think so. And so their, their priest approached John and, and his priest said, can you like 
working. This, this rhythm method isn't really working that great. Can you, <laughs> can you imagine a coffee and donuts? <laughs> Grandma had 10. <laughs> Say, John, can yeah. you do this? <laughs> he, was, he was a neuroscientist, really talented doctor, and I guess the priest had a lot of faith in and, and at first, John was like, no, well, okay, I'll do it for three months, all right? I'll do it for three months, and then for three months, you have to find somebody else. And But, of course, they never found anybody else, and he did this for the rest of his life. Wow. Wow. So, well, I just love God that. was calling. But I really do think that if anybody's struggling with infertility, to ask for Dr. Billings and his wife Evelyn's intercession to yeah, see yeah. could get some miracle for their yeah. canonization. No kidding. Yeah, so. Well, you know, Alana, we are speaking with Alana Newman, listeners um, of Anonymous Us, and she actually, with her husband, has created a documentary called Sexual Revolution, 50 Years Since Humana Vitae. And what I loved in your documentary, Alana, was when you said, Revelation brings revolution. You know, it's that idea that if you have the information, think of how that just information is so powerful and changes our lives. Oh, truly. So, truly, what, yeah. so what is the hope and solution you want our viewers to get from this documentary in the end? What's the final? Well, I, I really want them to um, be encouraged by the wisdom of the church. I really want them to um, look into NFP, take a class if they haven't, Take a become a teacher if you already know, but you feel like you, you feel called to teach it because it is just so life changing for people, and not only it helps people um, plan when you know when to avoid and manage their pregnancies, but you can really cure infertility. I've had, it's so rewarding mm. to because I'm an NFP teacher, and when a couple who's been trying to conceive but have been able to, when they they call you and invite you over for dinner and announce their pregnancy when they've been trying for almost two years, that is. Victory. So, oh, that's a praise so report. Yeah. It is. Oh, I love that. A praise report. report. That's awesome. So, well, how can our, how, how can our the, listeners learn more? Yeah. <laughs> and get, you're asking the same thing. And get a screening. Yeah, well, you're offering screenings. Um, in order to see the movie, you got to book a screening at this point. Um, DVDs might come out next year, but for now, you can email events at sexualrevolutionmovie.com and book a screening. It's a small fee. You know, bring it to your parish or your school or whatever your organization is and fun to throw these events and uh, the number to call also if you, if you the events at sexualrevolutionmovie.com or 469-338-2101 great okay. and that's right. screening. thank you yeah. alana so thank much for some... being with us today yes thank you keep oh, up that you. great work and wow you yeah. continue to enlighten everyone thank god you. bless you god bless you Take right. care. thank you bye-bye Catholic Women is grateful for the support of Fred Haas Law Offices. Mr. Haas has over 35 years of experience here in the Des Moines area. Well, even though he's located in Des Moines, he's happy to serve clients throughout of all of Iowa. He specializes in personal injury, which involves a lot of emotional suffering and pain, and he really is compassionate in understanding this. Fred Haas can be uh, found at Fred Haas. Dot com Fred Double D Haas Double A five one five two five six six three zero one or those of you living outside the Des Moines area eight 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 three three eight six five three five. Let's close out in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good and gracious Lord, we love you so much. We love the answers that you provide and the passion that you give people to help us with solutions that we need in this life. We ask that through your Holy Mother's intercession that uh, we might continue to move forward and find peace and healing for all people who so desperately want to have children. And we thank you, Lord God, for the children that you have given us. What a blessing. Holy Mother, please put your mantle of protection over all those that are working in the pro-life industry as well. In Jesus' holy name we pray.
In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, that concludes another episode of Catholic Women Now. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is up next. Please remember us in in your prayers, as well as consider a donation that can be made online. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., and 94.5 f.m. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.